the Bama Online Podcast back, back with another breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Schreier, Senior Analyst for BOL and the ultra-busy Tim Watts on this Monday as it's not a Tuesday, but it is a twofer on this Monday for Nate Oates and the men's basketball staff at the University of Alabama. Tim, as, wow, what a great afternoon for Alabama men's hoops. First, it was Brandon Miller. The five-star small forward, four-star power forward, Noah Clowney, Tim, of Dorman High School in the upstate of South Carolina, announces he will enroll at the University of Alabama. You got the early signing period cranking up in about a week and a half, so an important timing here for some of this recruiting action for Nate Oates, and another excellent pickup for this staff. Yeah, Noah, this is a guy you like when you watch him. He's sort of that lean frame long athletic guy. I mean, it was quite a little battle here. There's a lot of talk of the Indiana Hoosiers uh, probably the last uh, you know week or so. We've heard a lot of talk about that. But I think that Bama visit he went on was uh, was big, was important. I think they really did a good job there of selling him. I know Nate Oates has been heavily involved. Antoine Petway led the way for Alabama. And again, Brian Hoxson gets a lot of credit, and he deserves it. He's on a lot of these guys. But every year, Petway sort of gets out there and picks him out of – you know, he's almost like a sniper, a sharpshooter, goes out and grabs him one guy um, each year and a guy that's very valuable. Um, so this is a guy a lot of people in the South liked. You saw his recruiting ranking. Top, I think we got him top 60-ish in the country. Had offers pretty much from all over, uh, spread out in the Southeast, up in the North to Indiana. But a lot of people thought Indiana was a team to beat. But this is a guy I like because he's not necessarily one of those guys that's going to come in and be one and done. Potentials there for certain to be an NBA player, but he's still a little bit of a project on the offensive end. Long and lean, really long arms, really long arms and athletic, bouncy, likes to likes to dunk, play around the rim, good defender. And again, you know, we talked about this with other guys Alabama's recruited. He's a guy that could defend defend multiple positions. And you saw how valuable that was with Herb Jones when he was at Alabama. And not only that, you're still seeing Herb Jones, who's again, as we discussed earlier, starting in the NBA now for the Pelicans, despite having been a second round pick. So Clowney has that defensive potential, uh, which is important to play at Alabama for Nate Oates. But yeah, a big get, you know, and you, you, you know, this back to back days, you start out with a five star and Jaden Bradley. You come in this morning, you get a five star and Brandon Miller. And then Noah Clowney is a perfect complement to both of those players. We talked about it earlier on the Brandon Miller podcast, how this class continues to fill out at an elite level when you go spot by spot and still the potential as we'll get into here in just a little bit to essentially put a five-man class on the four at just about every position if not every position on the court but Clowney as a junior at Dorman High School there in the Spartanburg South Carolina area 10.2 points per game 8.1 rebounds 2.5 blocks but as you said that once again that versatility when you talk about not only on the offensive end of the four, but defensively, the number of different spots he could potentially guard, very important. And so Clowney is a four-star. We just continue to see this class rise in the rankings right before our eyes, Tim. Talked about it earlier with Brandon Miller. Uh, This class now looking like top 10-ish. And then given what could play out here in the next couple of days uh, with Jerace Walker, a five-star, maybe top five-ish by the end of the week? Oh, I think certainly. They still have a lot of meat on the bone. Jerace Walker's committing on Thursday. 
uh, November 4th. He's a five-star commitment teammate. I mean, five-star player teammate of Jay, Alabama commitment, Jaden Bradley uh, at, at IMG. So he's a guy, a lot of people think it's Alabama and Houston right now. So don't have a great feel for that. I know Brian Hawkins did a terrific job there. Also on the 10th, they got a shooting guard committed, um, Rylan Griffin, who's another player I really like. Now, I wasn't as familiar with Rylan as I was these other players. I spent the weekend talking to people, watching some film of this guy. He's a he's an interesting, fun player, too. So, yeah, when you're sort of looking at how this class could fill out um, overall, when you look at Clowney, who's a little bit of a – I wouldn't say developmental guy. If you say that, people really start to frown on him. But he's a guy that's going to have a little bit slower of a pace – to have a big impact compared to, you know, a lot of these five-star guys. But, and I should say offensively is where he's a work in progress. Defensively, he's going to block a lot of shots. This guy's arms are absurdly long. So, but yeah, they're looking like they could put five guys. You know, we talked about last year's class where they had it. Basically they signed five guys that could have been a basketball team. It's probably, you know, it's a team that you could have put on the floor and tried to be competitive with J.D. Davidson, Amari Burnett in the backcourt, and then he had Betty Yako, Gurley, and Holt um, filling out that. That's a team you could actually see on the floor. And certainly here, when you start adding Noah Clowney, you know, Jaden Bradley, Brandon Miller, those are three guys that can play in any program in the country. And then, you know, Jerese Walker and Rylan Griffin, who, again, Rylan, I'm really excited about. I'm, an, I'm a guard guy, especially that combo shooting guard guy. So I think he's a guy that could, would bring a lot to the table. Maybe Griffin brings some Jaden Shackelford to that mix, that type of player potentially. And, you know, we talk so much about three-point shooting because it is such a big part of what Nate Oates' system uh, revolves around in a lot of ways. But there's always a place for guys like Clowney, you talk about guys like Jawan Gary, similar perhaps in some ways. Uh, another South Carolinian uh, that Alabama has gone over there to the Palmetto State and had some success with on the recruiting trail. And let me ask you this, and it, and it speaks to positionalist basketball, I guess, in some ways. But you look at Jerace Walker as a power forward. That's what he is. Uh, that's his position. That, that he is, uh, you know, given there. Uh, but Noah Clowney also is a, is a four. Uh, is there, is there any issue you think potentially with guys of that skill set? or again, it, does it just go out the window when we talk about positions for a lot of these guys? Yeah, for me, you know, you know, Walker and Clowney are two different, two different animals. Um, Walker is able to shoot some, some threes, has an okay looking jump shot. That's going to develop. He's a big body guy. Uh, very strong and cut up. While Clowney is long and got all that length that needs to get bigger and stronger, which is a classic big man. Um, uh, but he blocks a lot of shots. I don't really see Walker blocking a lot of shots, but I do think he shows uh, that versatility. He's almost like that NBA 3-4 combo that you see. He's mm-hmm. built for four, got some of the three skills. Clowney, to me, is more of that 4-5 Post him up in the paint, get you know, get near the rim, near the cup, and and try to do some damage, block a lot of shots. So for me, that to me is not any any kind of conflict of the same position. You could definitely put them on the floor together. Now, how kids view this is a different animal. I mean, we see this in any sport. As the dominoes fall, sometimes one of those dominoes are like, oh hell no, nah. I am yeah. not going over there and competing with those other five linebackers, those other three guards. So sometimes you see that. I mean, it's all about you know. 
you know, mentally and, you know, you know, how people think. So, but to me, that's still clowning. If you watch him again, he's more of that five. He's built like Derek McKee. That's probably a good comparison physically, but he doesn't really have those skills outside of the basket just yet. So again, still, as Tim described it, some meat on the bone potentially for this 2022 recruiting class under Nate Oates. Again, the early signing period for basketball gets underway Next Wednesday, November the 10th, Tim also told you Rylan Griffin, the shooting guard from Richardson, Texas, expected to make his intentions known on that day. And so, Tim, when we close this out with Noah Clowney jumping on board, the four-star power forward from Roebuck, South Carolina, let's try to match up even what Alabama did on the recruiting trail a year ago with what we're seeing still take form for the 2022 class, how does things sort of sync up when you start projecting maybe these two classes together? Yeah, I mean, you know, ideally you'd love to see a J.D. Davison and a, a Jaden Bradley. I'd love to see that backcourt. I mean, that would be <laughs> a fun backcourt, especially with Bradley being a facilitator, an elite guard mentality, guy that, that feeds his teammates, and J.D. loving to be fed. You know, he loves to – fill that lane and run it. So I'd love to see those guys together. Probably not with J.D. Davison. You know, you you, want to hope. You don't want to talk somebody into the NBA. But he's, you know, there's a lot of qualities there, especially explosion and and, uh, getting to the basket and all that stuff. He's sort of like, to me, sort of like a Colin Sexton, but maybe even more polished. So I don't know if we'll actually see him. But you can certainly see them blending together. Um, You know, then again, the bigs. You know, we talked about Betty Yako's a little bit more of a center uh, Clowney's a little bit more of a center, you know, defensively. Uh, but all these guys, to me, the thing about it is like the key. If you can get a Burnett to come back and be healthy and he is playing, whether it be along with J.D. or uh, Brandon Miller or, you know, Jaden Bradley, that's a loaded team. That's a, a healthy Burnett going with those guys. That's a loaded team in the backcourt. You know they're going to have the bigs. They're all going to be the one thing we've seen with Nate Oates the most. We've seen those six six to six nine guys flooded on the floor, rotated in and out, capable of running, you know, playing defense and getting out quickly. So, I mean, it's going to be a pretty loaded roster. And I know a lot of Alabama fans, we followed this like you a long, long time. You know, we were excited at times with Wimp, excited at times with Godfrey. Um, I don't know anybody that's more excited that any any uh, era or uh, phase in Alabama basketball where basketball fans aren't more excited than they are now. Uh, yeah, with this staff now and the way it can recruit, you got to factor in the potential for one and dones like a JD Davis, and who knows from this class. And the transfer portal is a is a wild card in all this as well. Absolutely, and I think junior college and a transfer portal could come mm-hmm. play next year to fill this class. So if they miss out on somebody, some of the other targets we're talking about, I think the one thing they do excellent is they have a backup plan. They have a backup plan. Uh, Backup plan for guys they recruit, guys they miss on, what they're going to do at the next stage. And, you know, just as well as all the talent that's coming in, it's an absurd amount of talent for Alabama basketball. They do a great job. It's also the style of play. It's hard Mm -hmm. to watch Alabama and not have fun watching them. And I knew that this year because all my knucklehead friends who hadn't seen (laughs) basketball to the NCAA, we were destined during that final, uh, that NCAA run. And I was getting, I was getting texts in like March going, Damn, Alabama basketball is good. I was like, well, it's fun to watch. They love to shoot. I was like, where have you been? <laughs> they, just, they weren't running like the picket fence, who's your offense, until the tournament, and then said, let's get buck wild. They were literally, you know, fun and gun the whole year. So 
a lot of excitement around that program right now. No doubt about it. And adding to that, the commitment of Noah Clowney on Monday evening, the four-star power forward from Dorman High School in Roebuck, South Carolina. He, too, will be joining Jaden Bradley, the five-star point guard. And, of course, earlier in the day, Brandon Miller, the five-star small forward from Antioch, Tennessee. A three-man class for Nate Oates as it sits right now. But, again, in the coming days, in the next week and a half, potentially some more big news for Oates and Alabama men's basketball. Tim, that's a wrap, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. You know, this next week after today, you still got nine days to figure it out. And depending on how, uh, you know, the cookies crumble, so to speak, there will be, you know, other possible targets emerging and guys to cover. But it's going to be an exciting one for Alabama fans. Yeah, and Tim Watts, of course, is going to have you covered with some assistance from Hank South. Does a great job for us as well. We're going to have you front to back, top to bottom, recruiting coverage galore at BamaOnline.com. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Bama Online podcast as well. Simple as a click or two. If you'd leave us a rating and a review, we'd greatly appreciate that as well. For Tim Watts, Travis Ryer, thanking you once again for joining us right here on a breaking news edition of the Bama Online podcast. So long, everybody.